In this episode of The Naughty Gym Show, we're going to talk about why we think Hedonism Resort, contrary to some people's opinion, is a great place for anybody just beginning their ethical non-monogamy journey or opening their relationship. And in particular, why our takeover, Be Better at Being Bad Week, is the best week for newbies. We are April and Scott, creators of NaughtyGym.com, and this is The Naughty Gym Show. For years, we've been fitness and nutrition coaches to thousands of people through our commercial gyms and online platform. We've also spent nearly a decade in an ever-evolving open relationship. This show brings together two of our biggest passions, fitness and sex positivity. Our mission is to maximize the physical and mental health of anyone brave enough to explore relationship structures that run counter to societal norms. We have demolished our old ways of thinking about relationships and from that rubble, built a life full of happiness, adventure, and vitality. And now we want to help you do the same. So hop on the treadmill, start the show, and let us teach you how to never stop playing. All right. So we, um, how you been doing? (laughs) How have you been doing? It has been a busy, busy month. So it's been more like six, seven weeks. Yeah. We've had a naughty gym meet and greet that we had. We had a vacation to Costa Rica. That was in September. Well, I know, but yeah. So we had our, we're talking October. We had meet and greet over 70 people showed up to our meet and greet including Angie and Jay from Average Swingers. Yeah, they surprised us, tripped yeah. down. And actually, the night before the meet and greet, went with us to uh, our son's football game. Yeah. So that was and really cool. Super kind Thanks, people. guys. Yeah. And it was, we picked their brain because they do meet and greets um, yes. down in Texas. Like bar crawls and, I mean, they do some really cool things. And so we didn't know where to start. So we kind of picked their brain um, to find out where to start. And they gave us some. So it was neat for them to come and be a part of that um, and meet everybody. So we had that meet and greet. Um, Then we went to the Swinger Society Red Room Halloween party, the Nightmare something, Naughty Nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah, which was great. They we came to their event. They came to our meet and greet. Yeah, because uh, we live fairly close to each other, and uh, so it's great to see you know the different communities connecting and supporting each other. Yeah, I was really excited about that event because I see a lot of their swinger society people um, interacting online, and so I feel like I know some of them already, and some of them I've chatted with. So it was cool to actually meet people that you know we've been seeing, um, and they just really have such a great energy in their group. Um, everybody was super nice. Um, I mean, we had a blast. Yeah, we had we a really good time. We didn't play with anybody, but we never really go to these things with the expectation of right. playing. It just sort of, yeah. when it happens, it happens. But Well, we didn't think we were going to be able to go at first. We had a kid's situation and then that got situated and we left and we were a little bit late getting there, according to how you wanted to get there. But <laughs> it was we, fun. And we also just got done with our biggest fitness style, uh, the vanilla side of our life, the biggest event that we have every year. And we host one of the largest fitness competitions yeah. in the state of Alabama. And that thing overwhelms our life for a few months. And uh, that was yesterday. We got yeah. finished with it. And today Thank we're goodness. sitting on our couch, relaxing. Trying, trying. <laughs> we took today off. Yeah. Well, that was two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. We took today off. It's a Monday. And 
you actually told me when I was making the work schedule yesterday, you said, don't put us on the schedule to work because we have work to do. <laughs> yeah, we have too much work to do to, to go to the gym. <laughs> to work. Today. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes. Yeah, and, and so it's just been a busy, and this is always the busiest time of the year for us, but we've also been working diligently uh, to create an incredible event at Hedonism Resort coming up here yeah. in January. Uh, so we're going to talk about hedonism today. We're going we're gonna to talk about some of the um, things that we think it make it so beneficial for people that are just starting this journey. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the resort. We'll talk a little bit about our event. And, uh, you know, you guys can... Take that information and do what you want, but yeah. we hope you use it to decide to uh, register for our event and come uh, hang out with us in Jamaica. Yeah. So as of now, how many rooms do we have booked? Uh, well, it was a f so we don't know the exact number because we actually don't have access to that information. We just get updates from mm -hmm. them periodically. But uh, the last we talked to them, we're closing in on uh, 200 rooms. Yeah. And yeah. I think there are 280 or something like that at the resort. So we're incredibly excited. Um, it's already going to be a fantastic group and there'll be more people that register between now and then. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So let's talk about, so I know that when we first started looking, we, we were just getting into uh, non-monogamy and we'd been to some parties and things. Uh, and we, we started hearing about resorts that cater mm -hmm. to this sort of lifestyle stuff. Hedonism was one of the first ones. It's always one of the first ones you hear about. Right. It's probably the most iconic of all the resorts. Yeah. Um, but it also seemed to have this reputation of this wild party, sex party yeah. uh, reputation, which was a little intimidating and scary. Because of that, I think, at least in part because of that, it has this um, reputation of being uh, a little tough for new people to attend. So mm -hmm. we're going to get to that in a minute. But, yeah. but before we do, let's talk a little bit about uh, what hedonism is, what somebody could expect when they go there. Just give maybe, and I'll let you do this, and I may just jump in if I think of something else, but maybe a two or three minute overview of what a person who knows this is maybe their first time coming to a resort, what they can expect and not expect when they go into uh, hedonism. If you've never been to an all-inclusive resort, you might this might be hard for you to imagine, but we had been to all-inclusive resorts that were vanilla. So when I got there, I had all of those preconceived notions in my head of what it would be and what I would be walking into. And it was a little bit scary until we got there. And we get there, you're greeted by this friendly staff. With clothes on. With clothes on. Yeah. You don't see anybody naked when you first walk in, which was a little disappointing, I think, for me. But yeah, everybody's clothed when you walk in. Um, to the lobby, you know, they get you situated. Their staff is the best staff. And we've been to a lot of all-inclusive resorts, vanilla resorts. This is the best staff of any resort I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, and we've stayed at some pretty nice resorts. Um, they're friendly. They remember your name. They remember what you want to drink. Even when we left the first time and came back like six months later, they still remembered how you liked your eggs. Yeah. The lady remembered <laughs> how to cook my omelets and people remembered that I like just shots of vodka and not mixed drinks. Yeah. And, yeah. and so we went there without a group the first time. And so we weren't already connected to people. We didn't know anybody that was going to be there. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Uh -huh. Set the context about groups. You go to a normal vanilla resort mm -hmm. and you look at their website, think it sounds nice, maybe check out some reviews, and then you book a date and go, whatever works on your calendar. Most weeks at Hedonism, 
they hedonism's one of their marketing tactics is to sell blocks of rooms to groups of people. Right. And these groups like could, travel groups. Yeah, these groups could be led by a content creator, a podcaster, right. uh, people that throw parties. It it could literally be anybody, and they'll give them a block or sell them a block of rooms, and then those people will then uh, you know fill them up with people that are going to mm-hmm. travel in their group, and those separate groups can have their own itinerary uh, within reason. They right. can't. They can't dictate the flow of the resort entirely because there will be other groups there. There might be three, four, five groups on the resort at any one time, all with their own little mini itineraries that they plug in and around the main itinerary of the resort for the day. Yeah. And some of those groups have little niches, you know, like some of them are target an older demographic. Some of them target a younger demographic. Some of them, like there's um, bisexual week, there's pink and fetish and stuff like that. Um, and sometimes, the, you, like you said, there's three or four different groups at the same week. And so as we talk through what uh, the resort is like, you have to bear in mind that uh, every week is potentially very different there, depending on the groups that are there. They all have their own different energy and vibe. And so one week may seem like more of a hardcore party week because that's what the groups there, you know, kind of brought with them is that party vibe right. or it may seem like a little more subdued week yeah. maybe it's a an older group or or whatever the reason is the weeks can change so what we're going to talk about is sort of the general stuff you can expect in any given week not so much uh the way it changes depending on the groups because when we get to that part we're just going to talk about what it's going to be like on our takeover week right. because we'll be the only group there we will have the whole resort so so you walk in it's a normal hotel. It's a, you walk yeah. into a lobby, they, they check you in, they bring your bags to your room for you. Um, and um, they can give you a tour around the resort yeah. if you've never been there. It's a beautiful resort. It's on like 30 or 43 acres or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty big. There's tennis courts, pickleball courts. Um, there's multiple pools. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a lot to do there. But the in general, the big picture is the resort is divided into it's more or less divided into two halves split right down the middle on one side it's called the nude side and then on the other side i think they like to call it clothing optional side but the name that seems to have stuck is the prude side you have the nude side and the prude side the prude side is clothing optional you can take your clothes off at the beach or the pools or walk around that way uh, in any place other than like the restaurants and things Mm -hmm. Uh, but for the most part, I would say in our three times that we've gone, um, you don't you don't see a huge number of naked people on the clothing optional side. You might see a lot of topless, but right. some people are wearing bathing suits, mm-hmm. and there's not nearly as many people there. It's almost like your own private resort on that part of it. Correct? I don't. I disagree with that. That that what? It's not as crazy as the nude side or as as yes. populated, but I think there's a good bit of people still over on the clothing optional side. Yeah, I'm just saying there's a bigger percentage on the during the parties. Yeah, yes. it, it's easier to escape and kind of feel like you're on a private tropical beach. You're making it sound it sound deserted. No, it's not deserted. I don't yeah, mean and that. for those that don't like going to the nude side, that's not a big sell. Well, <laughs> well, what I'm saying is the. The nude side could get very crowded. Yeah, the, the nude the- side, the nude pool is tiny compared to the clothing optional side. The clothing optional side has two or three pools um, and a bar. And it's actually my favorite 
um, <laughs> because it feels like you can see the ocean really clearly from that pool. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I just like the whole atmosphere better on that side. Um, but when we have been there, they haven't had as many, the parties aren't as big on the clothing optional side. Right. Um, it, but that's going to be different. And that's all I on, mean during our week. Well, that's what I mean by the, you can kind of escape from the chaotic party side. If that's going on on the nude, around right. the nude pool, yeah. not that you're going into a deserted well, yeah, the, I, the uh, building resort in general is so big that you will never have trouble if you want quiet time. Yeah. Right. There's, you can find a quiet place to lay out by the ocean or by a pool or go take a walk or whatever. There's plenty of space. And right there in the middle of the beach, which is sort of at the dividing line between the nude side and the clothing optional side is the water sports area where yeah. they have kayaks, uh, paddle boards, uh, those little Hobie cats, Hobie cats. Little, like a little small wind sailing yeah. ship. And it was the best snorkeling you and I have ever done. It, and it's free. You yeah, just go out and schedule it. They, and yeah, they have a boat. They take you out. And it's a reef. guided snorkel. Mm -hmm. And he, the guide like pointed out all kinds of different fish and he kind of stirred them up and made them come out of their hiding spots. And, uh, that was really cool. And, uh, scuba diving is also free right. as long as you're certified right which is very unusual for a resort to give that to you for free but yeah. there's so much to do uh and even on that clothing optional side that's where the basketball court's at that's where the uh, uh sand volleyball court mm -hmm. is at and they play a lot there's a lot of sand volleyball stuff that goes on yeah. there's a lot of stuff to do if however you want to go to the nude side mm -hmm. which is sort of loosely uh mandatorily nude until you get to the pool yeah. And, and get close to the pool on the beach side. Yeah. They will uh, enforce it, I think, once you pass the water sports area on the beach side, mm -hmm. if you're walking down that beach. Yeah. But And the beach is typically pretty tame, too. Yes, yeah, we've seen some stuff, stuff there. Yeah, yeah, it's not quite as wild. But they will. You can walk to the pool with a bathing suit, on, or at least we have numerous times. But yeah. once you get to that nude pool area, you're going to have just a few minutes to kind of get situated, put your stuff down. Yeah. Uh, and disrobe mm -hmm. and they do enforce that yeah uh, so they they will have security come over which is a really weird thing is to have a security person come up and tell you hey you need to take your right who's fully clothed <laughs> who's yeah. fully clothed right <clears throat> but what they'll also do because um i always have my phone just because we run all of our businesses off of it <laughs> like and so they ha will bring stickers if they see you have a phone out and they will cover up your camera yeah. which I appreciate because yeah. I don't want, it just makes people feel safer. Yeah. Well, so what we're trying to do is set the stage here for the, the big picture context of what the resort is kind of like. And then we can drill down a little bit into some of the daily activities, but you have that prude side that is clothing optional and you can get over there and, and kind of get a little more of a quiet vibe. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you Except have on party days. Uh, yeah. And then you, yeah, cause they do host some parties on that side. And then the nude side where you have the pool, uh, where it's just packed full of people. Mm -hmm. This is the party pool. This is what Hito is famous for. Yeah. Uh, at least a big part of what it's famous for. And these are, if you love a party, like a wild party, you know, that's, that's, that's it. where it's going to happen. Yeah. It's at that pool. Now you never have to go there. Sometimes people, when they first get to Hito are really skittish about going there either because they don't, they're not comfortable being told they have to take their clothes off. That's me. Uh, or they, <laughs> 
they're not sure what they're about to walk into. They're yeah. not, sh- they're not comfortable going into these parties. Um, and then what happens fairly often is by the third or fourth day, people have been in the resort for a while. They're starting to get comfortable and they'll go ahead and just force themselves to try it. Yeah. All right, we're going to go yeah. down there. I'm going to be honest. It's not my favorite place to be. Um, I go because there are parties and, you know, but as an introverted extrovert, <laughs> it's too much for me. Like sometimes I just, I can go for a few hours and I need to go to the other side just because it's a little sensory overload because it is a smaller pool. It gets so packed and there's very, um, your shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And I could stay over there all day. Right. <laughs> Uh, and you're also very stubborn in that you don't like being told what to do, even if it's something you want to do. Right. Like I love to get naked, but I don't like being told that I have to be naked. <laughs> something about it. I don't know. I'll get naked, but don't tell me I have to. Um, the parties are good. We've And we've been a couple of times where their parties are different, depending on, again, what group is there, the music, you know, choices, the games that they play and stuff like that. Um, so. But in general, in that afternoon period from like, I don't know, it, it, it can vary like a, two to five, two to five or so yeah. you're going to have a, you're going to have a DJ, loud music, games, pe- the pool is packed shoulder to shoulder with people. And there's a swim up bar. Yeah. Everybody's drinking or most everybody's drinking. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes things get really crazy and yeah. you can see all kind of stuff there because there's really not much that's not allowed yeah. around that pool. Um, so if that excites you, well, then great. You're going to love it. <laughs> Uh, if it doesn't excite you as much because it's new or scary, the first time you experience it, even for us, the first time we went to that nude pool, we'd been to a lot of stuff before, yeah. but it was like, oh my goodness, yeah. this is crazy. Uh, and then by day two, we're like, yeah, we're home. Yeah. You know, this is fun. But I can see how it's really going to be dependent on your personality. If you go to hedonism without a group, which means you don't, you're not connected to anybody. You're walking into a resort where most people have those connections if they're with a group. And so we were the, that, those people, we walked in, we weren't connected with a group. It was just the two of us. We're pretty comfortable talking to new people though. And so, you know, we made some connections and made some friends very early on and were able to just kind of mingle. And But the first couple of days was it was slow going for us a little bit. We had to get out there and start having conversations. Right. But I'm people. saying the people that say this isn't a great place for newbies, it could have been their experience that maybe they aren't, weren't connected with a group or didn't have any connections or have a hard time mingling with people yeah, on their own. Walking up and rudely butting into a conversation. Like we I have to rudely like, do That's it. what I do. Though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so where are you from? Which uh, one of the ways we're going to, there's several things we're going to do to help with that situation at our takeover week. The first of which launches here this week, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, but we have an event app uh, that will, it'll have everything from the schedule and itinerary uh, to uh, all the presenters, live uh, virtual events that we'll be Mm -hmm. able to run in the app. But it's also going to have a community chat uh, feature where you can communicate back and forth. And we're going to, we're going to do things in there to help everybody get to know each other. You can, you can create a profile, all this kind of stuff that will help with that initial problem of not knowing anybody when you get there, because now you're going to get to know some people over these, uh, the upcoming two or three months. Um, all right. So 
that, that's kind of the, the the split between the nude right. and the prude side. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of times is where people really get worried about, I don't know if I'm ready for this sort right. of thing. Um, you don't have to see it, but you can go down there when you want to. And most everybody that does goes to that nude pool. Ends yeah, up having but a blast. also you won't be missing out because you'll still have a great time. If you stay on the clothing optional side, there's going to be great parties over there. So yeah. if you don't want to be told you have to get naked, don't go over to the new side and you're still going to have a fantastic time. Yeah, we, and we're going to be doing some stuff, a little bit more stuff on the clothing optional side than what is maybe typically done yeah. most weeks right. uh, to make sure, because we know we've got a lot of new people coming. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that everybody has parties to go to and, and things to do and not feel like they're forced to go do something they're not comfortable right. or ready for yet. Right. Um, all right. So most days people kind of sleep in late. Mm-hmm. Right. They get up, you go to lunch. Not, I don't think we've ever slept in late at Hito. <laughs> well, we've always been working. When we've been down there. Uh, yeah. We've been doing like fitness classes in the morning, but yeah. um, then most people get up and have lunch yeah. in the buffet. Breakfast or lunch. Usually. And uh, after lunch, the general flow for most people is they may go back and take a little nap. Yeah. Well, oh. in the morning though, there's a lot offered. Like they have yoga, they have fitness classes, they have spa services. They've got, um, pole dance classes some days, twerking Ten- classes, tennis and pickleball lessons. Yeah, tennis lessons, pickleball lessons. So there's a lot to do if you want to be active at that resort yeah. in the mornings, which is obviously one of the big things we're trying to do with our event too. But um, after, and I'm just talking about a typical week okay, here. Yeah. But, um, after lunch, there's a maybe a little bit of a dead period right after lunch until the pool parties start mm-hmm. to get uh, swinging around maybe two o'clock. Yeah. And most people are at a pool party in the afternoons uh, after lunch. And then the pool parties begin to end. Around five. Yeah. Around five-ish maybe. And again, it's different depending on the groups and what they've got scheduled. But a lot of people will then maybe go back to take a little nap Mm -hmm. before dinner, get cleaned up. And then the sort of nighttime entertainment starts. Yeah. Yeah, So what we've typically done and what I think a lot of people typically do is they'll get ready for whatever theme night it is before dinner. Don't you think? Uh, yeah. A and, lot of people do. Not, and, not all. Because yeah. the show starts at nine. And so, well, I can tell you typically what we've done, yeah. the times that we've been there. So we get ready. We'll go um, at about 7.30 or 8, already dressed in our theme night outfit, um, get something to eat, sit down at a table, and the show's eat and then the show starts at nine so if you're the type of there's person, a lot of people dressed for the themes. if you're the type of person that hates dressing up in costumes uh, you don't have to and you will not be alone uh, a lot of people love it though and it's one of their favorite things to do uh, i'm not a huge fan of it i do it i think more because she likes it but um and sometimes it's fun but i just don't like wearing uncomfortable stuff so most of the time my costumes like a jock mind. strap and a harness <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I beg to differ. I think you enjoy wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So you get, you, you dress for the theme night or just dress. I think the majority of people do dress for the theme right. night, but if you don't we'll want to, if group. you don't want to, you don't have to, yeah. nobody's going to like heckle you or. And so then you go to dinner. Now dinner has a couple of, op- or several options. You- oh, oh, real quick about the theme nights though. What I do love is everybody interprets the theme night differently. And so it's literally a, whatever you feel like wearing, 
where you'll see like on um, fetish night when we went, you'll see somebody in a dog collar being walked on a leash, or you'll just see somebody like in a black teddy or well, another jeans little, and a t-shirt. <laughs> another little just... interesting thing that happens is some of the groups create their own themes. Right. And so you've got the prevailing theme of the night for the resort. Mm-hmm. And then the one of the groups may have a, their own different thing right, that yeah. night. And so you see somebody walk up on fetish night and they're wearing a Scooby-Doo costume. You know? <laughs> right. I don't understand how that, but that's, that could be what's happening. And of course, ours, since it's a full takeover, you know, the themes will be the themes for yeah. everybody. Um, the At dinner, you have options. There's the main buffet, which is also where all the entertainment, the big stage mm-hmm. happens. And I would say that's probably where the bulk of people eat dinner. But there's also... Uh, a Japanese Harry Sons, uh, uh, which they're renovating right now. It should be done by the time we get there. Yeah, it's um, it's what do you call hibachi? It? Hibachi type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hibachi. It's really good too. There's an Italian restaurant. Very that was that's actually my favorite yeah, restaurant. That was good. There is a steakhouse that's on flame the, grill. Yeah, that's on the beach. It, it acts as like a almost like a, a cafe a cafe snack bar during the day. Yeah, during the day you can get some really good jerk chicken and hamburgers stuff like that. But the probably the biggest bulk of people are eating in the the main buffet area, and then the show starts while you're eating or yeah. After. And the food is fantastic. Yeah, we've I mean there there's always several different types of meats for protein. There's always a good salad bar, fruit, fresh fruit. There's tons of options. You will uh, not you tons will. of vegetables. If you're looking to eat healthy, you're going to be able to eat healthy. Yeah, or unhealthy. Or yeah, or unhealthy. <laughs> Uh, and you know, of course, there's a bar right there in the middle of the restaurant. Yeah. You can drink all you want. There's bars everywhere. But yeah, um, and the shows are fantastic. Every night, the shows are great. They, the the entertainment staff there does an incredible yeah, job. That was one fantastic. of the things I was most shocked about. Our first visit was that these shows are going to be so stupid. Oh, uh, we came Here. in on a Wednesday, and it, I think it was fetish night, and they did their fetish yeah. show. It's and their favorite. We were both super turned on. Like it was. <laughs> I'm like, is this? Do they do this every? Because I had no idea they did a show until we got there, and then they're like, yeah, we have a show every night. I'm like, what? Yeah, we. That's really, all I want to do is watch the show. The first day, the first time we went, we really went blind, and we were blown away. But yeah, we didn't know what yeah. to expect. But all right, so you have the show every night. Those are awesome. Uh, you don't want to miss them. Uh, and then after that, different things start to happen. So there's some, there's a, often some kind of party, either one of the groups are throwing or maybe Hito's throwing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a piano bar yeah. where, um, where you can go in there and do karaoke. Yeah. Sometimes that seems to be hopping. Sometimes, yeah. We've been in there a couple of times where there was standing room only. Yeah. And then sometimes it doesn't seem to be much going on. Yeah. Um, but there's also a disco uh-huh. where they can do these parties. It's like a, like a, a, dark themed club bar yeah it's really cool when we were there last time they had just renovated it um and it was really neat and and so and then there's um the playrooms open up i'm not sure exactly what time they open up but what they do is is they take the uh, spa yeah and they turn it into a mixture of an indoor and outdoor playroom so part of it's inside yeah i've never been to a roman bath house but i imagine that's kind of the feel like it was just super cool Part of it is open air. So like 
You can be laying on a bed getting fucked and see the stars. Um, and then there's little pools in there where like you can hop in like to cool off. Yeah. And then there's like the dungeon room. And there's um, when we were there last time, I think they built a glory hole. Okay. <laughs> But there's several, it's huge. It's a, it's a huge place. And then there's showers where you can shower off and bathrooms and stuff like that. But it's really a nice place. Yeah, it's really well done. They do a great job setting that up. Yeah. Um, and again, this is one of those things where if you want to see some shit, this is where you go. Yeah. Or if you want to go and play yourself, you can. Now, you're not going to get in there. And uh, I know one of our fears about the first time we ever went in the playroom was like, are people going to be touching us? Right. Yeah. Um, absolutely not. And uh, if somebody, does something like that, like just comes up and starts grabbing you in the playroom, the, the resort will kick them out. Yeah. They have security there yeah, at, that, in the playroom. Those kinds of worries. You, you just, I'm not saying it has never happened, but there is a zero tolerance tolerance policy on the resort. Yeah. They take that very seriously. Yeah. That is not something you have to concern yourself with. Yeah. Uh, it, it is a very well ran and, and the, the, everybody there, you know, there's always an asshole exception somewhere, but people in the lifestyle understand that consent is king. Yeah. If you want to be successful in, you know, living this type of life, you have to understand that consent is king and you have to get permission and it's not right. just the wild, wild west. Yeah. Uh, so the playrooms are awesome. Uh, and there's, you know, there's parties and stuff like that going on at night. That's the general flow of the day. Right. Right. You can kind of understand why it could feel scary to a new person because yeah. like, oh my goodness, that you know, these parties and and there's playrooms and sex and but really it can be one of the phrases you'll hear from people that go there a lot or from the resort itself is you, it can be as mild or as wild as you want. Right. Yes. Which is why we think it's so good for newbies. Mm -hmm. Because uh you can navigate this thing in such a way, the resort in such a way that it so can choose your own adventure. It, yeah, it can be very mild if you wanted to. You could yeah. spend a week, um, you know, in a in a erotic location in an erotic environment, but yeah. you know, stay away from the wilder parts if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Or you can head, you know, head first dive into the craziest stuff uh, and and enjoy that part of it as well. Yeah. So it can be great for experienced people, but it can also be great for new people. Okay, so let's talk about some of the ways uh, that our week is specifically designed to not only be fun for the veterans, mm -hmm. but newbie friendly. Yeah. All right. And we already talked about one of those, which is our app, uh, that the event app. Yeah. Uh, but there are some aspects of that app we didn't talk about. There's going to be, uh, we're going to have like live virtual meet and greets mm -hmm. uh, within the app. These are not on Zoom or anything. These are self-contained within the app just right. to help with privacy and things. Um, our presenters and experts will be in there interacting with uh, people and hosting some um, sessions of their own. So you can yeah. you can uh, hear them talk about some of the things they're going to discuss at Hedo plus interact with them. Yeah. You can build your own profile in there so you can kind of search and see different people and, and maybe reach out and see if you can form a connection. There's even a feature inside of the app that lets you live call face to face with somebody inside the app if you choose to as long as you get permission like, well yeah don't, don't live call yeah. us <laughs> yeah don't just randomly call but, <laughs> but it's a great way for uh for the people to start to feel comfortable and making some connections before we get there yeah. so that's going to be one thing that's different than any other week that we're aware of yeah um and the it's going to have thing, the full itinerary oh yeah, in have it the too. Schedule. So while you're at Hedo, because sometimes 
things happen and you have to have a schedule change. Say it rains and it's the day of our beach party. Um, we can make live updates in that app for any schedule change, which is going to be very helpful um, because you can't reach 200 and, you know, 400 people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be impossible. So that's going to come in clutch. Yeah. That's one of the things that happens there, especially on these weeks where they have multiple groups, the groups all have different itineraries yeah. and it's just hard. If you're not part of one of those groups, you don't know where, what's happening and when, and yeah. uh, that won't be the case with our week. Uh, another thing that we're going to be doing, and this is an idea that you created that has gone exceptionally well at our other events, is called uh, Mimosas with April and Shots with Scott. Yeah, and I think we talked about this before on some of our other podcasts because we actually did it in Montana. No, in Montana is where we got the idea from it, and we did it in Smoky, Smoky Mountains. Yeah, so we split up. Well, and we've done it at Hito. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've done it several times, actually. So we split up the girls and the guys, whoever wants to come. Um, and we just kind of have like a powwow, like the girls meet with me and we talk about what we're scared of, some of our vulnerabilities, what we would like to happen, what our expectations are, um, and then and how to navigate those expectations. But what also happens organically is you start to bond with the other girls in this group. Um, and form friendships. So now you've got a connection with people that are in the same boat as you, that are going to be on the resort at the same parties as, as you. So you kind of have a safety net when you, I know we would see um, at our, the last time we were at Hedon, we did this, we'd see the couples out and it was just so neat to see them bonding with the other people from that group. Right. Yeah. Like they had been in that session with you yeah. and they're all hanging out Yeah. because now they've got their little tribe. Yeah. There's yeah, their safety net kind of. Yeah. And the same thing happened with the guys, you know, we just did shots uh, <laughs> instead of mimosas, but uh, we I But you really talked through some fears that some of those guys had um yeah. in how to navigate it. Although we're, we kind of target new people for this, it's great for experienced people. Oh, yeah. The first time we ever did it was in uh, the Smoky Mountains in a group of 15 couples, most of which very experienced. Were, were very experienced and we had to cut it off uh, because we yeah. had to be somewhere. Yeah. It was just, we kept talking. And, and so it's really yeah. good for everybody. But what happens is you kind of get past like the bullshit. Um, like, Hey, how are you? Is this your first time here? And you just really get to the meat and potatoes of why are they here? What are they expecting? And it helps people kind of drop their guard um, a little bit and be vulnerable. And that's when you make really good, solid connections. Yeah, so we're going to do that twice uh, in the first two days, or once each day for mm -hmm. the first two days, and just let people come in there and and um, it's 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 comforting to know that other people have the same concerns, questions, and fears that you do. So yeah. uh, that's why we do that at the start of uh, these events now. Um, but <clears throat> there's also going to be a lot of expert presenters there who are going to cover some of the topics uh, that we see come up, particularly when you're first starting this. Yeah. Uh, down this path of non-monogamy, like covering topics of like jealousy and communication or how to uh, navigate certain types of lifestyle choices. Like, are you doing separate dating or is yeah. it soft swap only or full swap or what's the first setting step? Boundaries. Yeah, setting jealousy, boundaries. Yeah. Um, those things are 
all optional, but they're going to be happening throughout the day. And we're going to try to balance those in and around the parties and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to be fantastic sources of information from some of the most uh, well-respected experts in their fields uh, from three different continents yeah. coming. Yep. And uh, uh, we this is going to make our event a little bit unique in that it's uh, not something that typically happens at HEDO where you have a full slate of call it edutainment yeah. um, throughout the day, but um, that's going to be, you know, super beneficial for the new people. I agree. All right. But we're also going to have uh, in the mornings before lunch, we're going to have fitness and health yeah. and wellness type things. Uh, some people will never come to a single one of those. And that's sessions. okay. Yeah. yeah, that'll be fine. You're going to, you know, some of you will party until three or four in the morning and there's no way you're getting up for a 10 o'clock workout. Yeah. And we understand that. Uh, sometimes we don't want to get up and coach them, <laughs> but it's there for you if you need it. And then Marsha Lynn, who's the fitness director there, she does like twerking classes and she does some yoga, pole dancing. Maybe. Carrie Gold will be there, who is an amazing world renowned pole dancer. She's going to be there for our week and she will also be teaching some pole dancing classes. Yeah. And our workouts that we're going to be doing are not go to the gym and do some curls and run on the treadmill for 20 minutes. They're an adventure. We, uh, we always, yeah. one of the ones that we like to do is we get everybody a paddleboard or a kayak. Uh, and if the class is big enough, they use the uh, snorkeling boat, but we all paddle out over to that private Island. Mm -hmm. And we, once we get to the Island, then we hike to the backside. There's a little private beach area back there and we do a, a very particular type of workout. And, um, so it's fun. You paddle yeah. over, you do the workout, you come back one time. We, um, even, paid a guy on the beach there to cook, cook, red cook a red snapper on the beach. And when they got done with the workout, everybody got a little piece of protein. Yeah, but you can buy lobster over there. They'll cook lobster. Yeah. Now that's not sanctioned by the resort. This is just. Just sort of happens. Yeah. yeah. But you can have a lobster lunch over there. Uh, but so our workouts are like that. They're fun, like kind of adventure style workouts. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, there'll be yoga. We've got yoga instructors coming with us. Couples uh, yoga. One yeah. of the top CrossFit coaches. Uh, in the world. She's on the seminar staff of CrossFit HQ and has been to the CrossFit Games. She's coming. We'll be helping with a lot of this stuff too. Mm -hmm. uh, also, she's a big nutrition expert, but the, the overall gist of our week is it's called Be Better at Being Bad. We're trying to give you all the tools to be better at, and we're, we're using the phrase at being bad as a play on Naughty. society's yeah. view of what we do as being something bad. But uh, whether you're new or experienced, you're going to leave this week with new tools for your tool bag. Mm -hmm. So every day we're going to have pools at uh, pools at the party, parties at the pools. There's going to be the party every night. Um, we've got our sexy theme nights all set. Um, and we've got some really special things that we're going to be doing for these parties. Even, even down as uh, getting as granular as we've invited. Uh, there's a couple that's coming that are, Karaoke experts that are going to be helping <laughs> us at the, at yeah. the piano bar. So there's going to be a lot of fun stuff, and we're we're mixing up the themes are going to be a little bit different than some of the themes will be the same as what Hito typically does. But on Monday night, uh, just to give you an example of something that's going to be a little bit different, that is also the night of the college football national Monday night. No, Monday. You said the first night. No. Okay. Anyway, that's the night. Monday night's the night of the college football national championships. Now. Some of you will not care two shits about that. Uh, I do. That is me. Yeah, that's her. I'm raised in the South, so it's it's a big thing for me. But uh, what we're going to do is build the theme around that. The theme will be 
tailgate party, kind of a backyard picnic style thing. And Hito's, uh, their management have told us they're going all out for this. They're Just gonna, like they do the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah kind of like they do their Super Bowl party. There's going to be a giant screen out there broadcasting the game in the courtyard area. Their entertainment crew is going to do a halftime show for us. Yeah, so they're going to custom make a halftime show like you might would see at the Super yeah. Bowl. And we've got some super sexy custom Naughty Gym football jerseys uh, that we've made up that people can actually order right off our website. Yeah, so... That that's going to be a different theme than they've done before. We're also going to do something that we're trying to keep a little bit of a surprise right now. The final night, the big finale is going to be called the Red Ball, um, but it's it's not only going to be a really cool uh, party, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be used to help some of the staff that is there that has uh, does such an incredible job of yeah. So they have a thing called the Hedonism Fund or Foundation, and it's a um, foundation that helps the staff and their families, um, the staff of Hedonism Resort. Yeah. Um, so if they're having like medical issues or they're down on hard times, um, this foundation will help the staff. Yeah. And we've heard some really great stories about the families that they've helped. So, so that night, everybody, uh, we're going to, we're going to do something special for yeah, them. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it. Uh, <laughs> once you get registered, you'll learn all about it, but, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun night. So if you're interested in coming to this event, we'd love for you to come. Uh, there are rooms left, uh, but it is probably two thirds of the way full now. Mm-hmm. So go to Hedonism, Hedonism's website. You don't go to, you can go to Naughty Jim's website, our website, but you, you, you're just going to get linked back to their website. Uh, all the booking is done there. Uh, you can call them. Yeah. Hedonism.com. Uh, yeah. You can, uh, you can do five, six or seven nights. Uh, we recommend if you have a choice, it's tough. You know, if, if you're new, you probably want to come to the first five days. If mm-hmm. you're only, if you're not going for the full seven, uh, if you're a veteran, we'd probably say come to the last five because you don't want to miss that finale. Uh, on the I would say come for the full seven if but you're yeah. new or a veteran. <laughs> Most everybody's coming for the full seven. <laughs> yeah. So otherwise, you're going to be on that plane and you're going to have FOMO. <laughs> you're going to be like, "Damn it! I wish I would have stayed the extra two days." <laughs> <laughs> we always take them when we're there. We usually take that Wednesday, and we'll be doing that um, during our week as well. And it's going to be kind of a recovery day. Because you go, you get there Saturday, you party Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, by Wednesday, most people are just like zonked. And so we've got some really cool things that will help people like refresh and get recovered and rest a little bit so that they can really hit Thursday, Friday hard again. All right, baby. Any last minute things? No, I think that's it. You got a book. There's just um, no reason not to. (laughs) And if you feel like you need a little help with your fitness or nutrition between now and then, that's what Naughty Gym was built for. You can go to our website, sign up for our community. It's $20 a month. Uh, That includes not only all the social interaction part of our virtual community, but daily workouts. And the workouts are body weight. There's three versions of the workout each day, body weight only version or a dumbbell version or a full gym version. So no matter where you're at, whether you're in a hotel or a gym or traveling or whatever, uh, you've always got uh, a routine there that you can do. There's videos of us demonstrating everything we want you to do each day. It's really a turnkey program and we just do it because we want to help the lifestyle uh, and we want to help people continue being better at being bad. Yeah. And we want to pay our bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean.
don't know if I should say that part. But yeah. yeah, we'll also be doing a um, online challenge, an online challenge the month before leading up to Be Better at Being Bad Week for all of our participants. And our Naughty Gym members always get those for free. Right. So if you're a registered Naughty Gym um, member, you get access to things like our online challenges, um, things like we have a pelvic floor workshop coming up November 9th. Tara Turnquist, she's one of our members, um, and she's a pelvic floor specialist. She is going to be hosting that inside our Naughty Gym platform. It's $25 if you're not a member. It's free if you're a member. So we're always adding things to, um, to give our members just as much as they possibly can, all the tools that they need to live a healthy life. All right. Well, baby, this has been a good show. Yeah. Uh, your boobs look great. If you haven't seen her on the YouTube version of the show, <laughs> go check out her top. All right, guys. Thanks for listening or watching and stay naughty. Stay naughty.